You're I thinking, do I need a sign? This is your sign. Yeah. I want you to come to South Korea. <laughs> Welcome to Too Many Thoughts and Too Many Problems. We are back with our two amazing guests, Johnny and Gage. Welcome back. Hello, hello. It's nice good to, to have you. Yeah. Yeah. It's good to have you guys back. Um it's been a while, actually. I feel like I haven't been on the podcast for a while either. Really? <laughs> yeah. I feel See, like I don't know. The where. thing you must film them all in bulk yeah. and then release them kind of over time. Like mm-hmm. in a I don't know, in with some amount of time in between. Because yeah. to me it looks like you were doing this like every couple of days you yeah, just yeah, had yeah. people over. I was like, dang, yeah. I was really grinding this out right mm-hmm. now. Yeah, the well the last three I did it all in like three hours. Oh yeah, all together. <laughs> okay, that makes so, sense. So yeah, it was like in the bulk because you if you watch them, I was like in the same t-shirt the entire time. Uh, yeah, so I didn't even notice. Yeah, and then it's been like a week since I've done it because I didn't do it last weekend. So I was just like, oh, it feels weird not doing a podcast now. <laughs> yeah, were you all in one studio? Uh, yeah, we were all in the same, in room. The same room for uh, that one. And you weren't here. I was here. He was there you, for you one just of them. Stepped out and then came. okay. Yeah, yeah. So here. like we just switched places and stuff. Gotcha. Yeah, but yeah, welcome back. Um, so I'm your host today, and today we're gonna be talking about. Well, we've been epic teachers, English teachers, for a while now. Teachers. Yeah, teachers. If you want to call it that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I can classify my job as a teacher. Okay. I teach them many things about life. Yeah. <laughs> I'd say that. I think that's what I do as well. Yeah. Teach them many fun games. So I think we have enough experience to say, to kind of like give a general um, perspective of what it's like to kind of be teaching here in Korea. Yeah. Uh, especially with Epic mostly. Um, since I think, I don't think three of us have worked, ever worked Hagwon. Nope. Yeah. Don't ever plan to as well. <laughs> yeah, actually, I might work Hagwon next year, so we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Find a good one. Mm. Yeah. Good luck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> high <laughs> highs and low lows. Yeah. High highs and low lows. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. It's rolling. It's gambling. Rolling right. the dice. It really is. <laughs> so I want to ask you guys, get your guys' perspective on like to see if your guys' experience has been matching, at least like similar to my experience in terms of teaching here. Um, so I want to start off by asking, what did you guys expect about like this job when you first was like applying versus like what you're experiencing now? Um, yeah, I'll go first. Uh, honestly, I would say probably I'm getting something very similar to what I expected. Oh, interesting. Yeah, because... I mean, our training is a lot less than what most teachers get. Right. Like, I, I want to say, I won't almost want to say all teachers, but I don't know how some parts of the world work. But right, right, right. yeah, um, like I took an online course for, it was a 200 on, hour online course or something, mm-hmm. but I honestly finished it in like a week and I didn't, I don't know. I just turned in the assignment at the end. Same. Yeah. I like Same. did not listen or read anything <laughs> unless it was like needed for the test or whatnot. Um, and so I didn't expect them to put too many 
I guess, responsibilities in our hands. That was for the TOEFL certificate, right? Yeah, the TOEFL. Yeah, the TOEFL certificate. Did you do the in-class? No, I didn't. Okay. Online. No way I was going to do in-class. No, but like there was like an option to do like 40 hours of like yeah, in-class class teaching. I think if you wanted to go to Busan, you had to. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did 20 hours myself, but oh. that's just because I didn't want to do a 120-hour course. I just did 100. Oh, yeah. I think mine was 120, actually, now that yeah. you say yeah. that. Yeah, yeah if did. you wanted to do an extra 20 hours, then that's only if you wanted to go to Busan. Mm. Okay, no, mine was completely all online. Mm. Kind of like the training we receive like in the middle of the year, every mm. teaching year. Mm-hmm. And I treat it just like that. <laughs> um, no, but based on what that was, mm-hmm. honestly, I would say this is easier than what I expected in many ways. Because mm. I expected to be having to do uh, lesson plans every single week and right, I yeah. do not do that so for me personally it's easier mm-hmm. and a little bit less responsibilities than my already low estimation of what we were going to get oh so you was already you're you weren't expecting much in the first place yeah I was not and then it was even less than what you expected yeah mainly because I've spoken to some people that taught at jet in mm-hmm. Japan and my because one of my family members was recommending that to me and Mm -hmm. she said like they just don't even even want you to know japanese just go in and just kind of talk with the kids a little bit and i was like okay this is probably going to be pretty simple i guess so for me i guess this is easier than what i expected yeah um for me it's a little bit different so the reason why I'm I'm here is because my sister used to teach here for a year in 2018. Um, she was in Daegu and she would always, when she would talk to us when we were back home, like how great Korea is, you should definitely come over here kind of thing. And like, I think Gage would have a lot of fun. So I'm like, okay, I would, at a point in my life where I was just like, yeah, yeah. Like I have no problem with that doing maybe one or two years doing that. And uh, the only thing I was worried about coming in, I think it was a little bit different than Johnny's because since my sister had already taught here, I kind of knew exactly maybe what the expectations were coming into it. But my experience and her experience are very different, actually. Um, for classes, every single class, every single week for uh, one of her schools, because she had taught at two schools, uh, two middle schools, and she would have to um, basically come like come in with a, with a set lesson plan from like beginning to end and... Um, show it to her co-teacher and have everything approved. And if it wasn't approved, they would make her change every every little thing that they wanted her to change to. Wait, she was with Epic too? Yeah, yeah. Oh my God. I, th- I, thought, she, I thought she came here as a student, to be honest. Oh, wow. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know she was a teacher. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she was an Epic crazy. teacher. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's the reason why I, like for me, it was like doing the TEFL and then mm-hmm. doing like the application process was super smooth because mm-hmm. she had already done it before. Yeah. So oh. I didn't have any pr- complications with it. Um, but she had all these like, kind of rules and set agendas that her co-teachers put on her, like with her teachers and yeah. like how she should teach the students, what exactly they should be teaching. Same with her camp. Like she had to come up with an exact like plan oh, on God. what she wanted to do for like the students that would come for those days during her camp. Yeah. And I thought it was going to be kind of the same thing for me. But when I got to my first school in Imshil, it wasn't really like that because English centers work different. You basically teach the same lesson for the, mm-hmm. uh, for like, a month and a half and then you change lessons to another month and a half and you keep yeah. going over and over again. It has to be approved by the teachers yeah. and they'll change like certain things, but they didn't really touch too much because to them, it's just like, you're the foreign, you're the foreigner, you're the English speaker. You probably know better than we do. Mm. So just let, we'll, 
we'll change a couple things, but other than that, we'll kind of let you take the reins and do it. Yeah. So when I got to my actual school in Seoul, I thought maybe I'm like, okay, now I'm going to go with what my sister went through, yeah. what she had to go through with all of her co-teachers. But my co-teachers are so chill <laughs> and they just let me do whatever I want. And I, I remember it because I asked a couple questions because my sister, she had to dress up twice yeah. a week oh my in God. like actual formal or what girls, girls formal wear basically. Yeah. And she would have to make sure that because they would let her know, like, make sure you dress up tomorrow kind of thing. And she has to dress up super nice when she goes to school. And so I, I, that's why I brought a bunch of shirt and ties with yeah. me with like belts and pants because I'm just like, I wonder if my school's going to make me do that too. And I remember getting there the first day and I asked them like, hey, like what's the dress, dress code, code yeah. for everything here? And they're like, oh, you can wear whatever, whatever you, want. you want. I'm yeah. like, all right, it's like two years in a row now. I haven't needed all this. So I just sent it all back home. Wow. Because uh, I haven't needed to use it, honestly. Wait, where did she teach again? Daegu. Oh, she taught in Daegu? Yeah, in Daegu, what yeah. In the she, world? She, she taught yeah, in... That's so wild. Yeah, yeah. We everyone taught Daegu. Everyone we know has no, in Daegu has no experience like that either. Yeah. It's so weird. She li- she worked by the, not the Dong Daegu bus terminal. She yeah. worked by the other bus terminal, like the so, so Daegu one. Yeah, she like lived right by there. I wonder if the next person who's teaching there now also has to suffer through that. I would I, I was I was curious about the person that would replace her, like maybe go and say, Hey, like this is kind of what my sister went through. I could like prep you kind of thing, but that would require me talking to a stranger and I'm like, I'm not really good at that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I'm like, I, I don't have that in me to don't do that. So yeah. but anyway, I'm curious what they what they're doing. But anyway, like I got their like dress code, wear whatever you want. Like, uh okay, what what lessons should I be teaching? Like what are you trying to want to get in with the kids? Yeah. Um we do the reading and the writing and um, your job is just to listen and talk. So there's a key phrase for the listen and talk. And then you take that and you kind of just make your own lesson. So I'm like, oh, okay. So I searched the computer for the teacher before me, but like all of his stuff were gone. Yeah. So I'm I like, I really have to like make everything from scratch. But then like the key phrase is like chapter one in middle school one textbook yeah. is hello, my name is. Which is in funny middle school one. <laughs> that's funny because they have that like uh, for the third graders. Exactly, third elementary. grade elementary, and then like the part like listen and talk one, listen and talk two. My favorite season is spring. Yeah. My favorite food is spaghetti or something like that. And I'm like, I'm looking at this. I'm like, why are they teaching this to middle schoolers? If they don't know this already, then they're basically an English give up. Yeah. You know, like this is something that they should already know. So I like I was looking at it and I'm like, this is nothing at all like what she went through. And mm. so I would write, I would, but like still not knowing what I should be doing. I grabbed a notebook, would write things down, specific things that I wanted to mm-hmm. um, like get, oh, sorry, <laughs> um, get nailed down, like and present to my co-teacher kind of thing. Same, same mentality as my yeah. sister. And I went to show them, they're like, oh yeah, that's cool. And just went back to what they were doing. I'm like, I really have no help here. And right. it kind of, it kind of went that it's, it's been that way pretty much every, ever since, like they've never really come to me with an idea saying you should do this in class. You should do that in class. So mm-hmm. I would say my expectations are very different, strictly just based on what my sister went through thinking that's how all teachers were going to be. Yeah. But I agree with what you just said. I really haven't met a lot of people like that either. <laughs> so so you, I think it's just bad co-teachers for her. Yeah. So you came in thinking that was going to be like really I strict. thought it was going to be the case for every single time. It was just like, I, it's just like it, at least it's in the morning, you know, like I, I, I can come home and relax kind of thing if it's super stressful, but mm-hmm. never was. Interesting. I have a feeling she might be a little bit jealous that I, she didn't get the same experience <laughs> that I did, but she can always come back, yo. I'm, <laughs> she sure, come like, back. I'm sure like 90% she'll get a better experience. 
Um, I, if she wasn't working for a marketing company yeah. on like the fiftieth mm-hmm. floor of a New York City building, I'm sure she probably would. <laughs> but I'm, I'm, you never know. Twenty years down, hey, you, you know, know. She's she like, might, yeah, she might. I hate this marketing job. Yeah. Hey, we know back. people that left like corporate mm-hmm. to come here. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, they just hated their corporate job, and they're like, I'm gonna come work in Korea for yeah. a couple of years, and they've been in Korea for like five years. Yeah. Oh, I, was, I guess. <laughs> but I think. I'm kind of like somewhere in between you guys. Okay. So I didn't, I don't know. I always, I think growing up, like working in different like jobs in the States, I always just kind of had the mindset where like, um, you should be kind of like, there's a very, um, structured sort of path in terms of jobs. At least that's just been my experience with jobs. And so I came to Korea thinking that like, people were going to be really strict about certain things. And like they talked about like, if you're in high school, you also have to wear suits and things like that. And like you have to dress up. And so I also brought like t-shirts, like dress up shirts and pants as well. And um, so I was like kind of worried. I wasn't expecting it to be like super hard or anything, but I was expecting it to be kind of like a strict sort of uh, work area. Like I didn't, I, I didn't expect to have as much freedom as I have now mm, yeah. in terms of a job. Mm-hmm. So, um, but then I also didn't expect too much because then, like, when you read the epic, like, um, like the guideline for what the the application for the job, it's like you want to have a great time in Korea and explore the parts of uh, Korea and Seoul and culture and things like that. Come teach here with Epic. <laughs> you know, they don't mention anything. They don't even mention about like um your your job what your job entails it's just like hey come check out korea we're like a great country you're gonna have so much fun <laughs> exactly. and you get paid and you get a housing for it yeah. and it was like oh okay so it can't be that serious or it can't be that difficult right yeah, yeah. so uh mine was like kind of somewhere like i didn't know where the the balance was it was very awkward because then when you also do like orientation for epic and stuff they're like they try to like scare tactic you i guess it and felt like that. Yeah, felt that way too. Yeah, right? like you're gonna have to do these specific things at this specific time, kind of. Yeah, thing. yeah. they try to like, oh, your job is very serious. You know, like, be on point with everything. Yeah. Make sure that, like, when you're working with your co-teacher, you gotta make sure that you guys are communicating all the time, and you gotta make sure that like you have your lesson plans up front to them like a week ahead of time and turn it in and things like that. I was like, hmm, maybe it is more serious. And then my first week, I like tried doing that. Like, I made a lesson plan and I gave it to my co-teacher and stuff. And they're just like, okay, well, you know, you can do whatever you want. It's okay. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> what? Yeah. I'm like, okay, that's so interesting. In many ways, like out of the co-teachers I deal with, like yeah. showing them the lesson plan is a lot of the time just putting extra work on their plate. And yeah. they already have to do so much. Yeah. And they're just like thinking, oh, I, gotta I change have to do this, this too. Yeah. I got to over like overview this and yeah. review it and everything. And many of them just they don't, don't want to do that. Yeah. yeah. And it's not to say that um, this isn't to disregard the abilities of the English skills of English teachers. Oh, yeah, of course not. But like, it's just a lot of extra English for them to be reading too. And they they have they have their own classes. Yeah, they're homeroom teachers too, so they have other administrative work that they rather they have to read. Yeah, we have no admin work. Yeah. So so like, why would they want to read like extra English? just takes time just extra for, time to like, do all that yeah for a random one day class or something like that yeah, yeah. um so it was, it was really interesting to come in and then find out that like i just have a lot of free time too 
like more free time than I ever expected. And that's why I've been able to do like YouTube so freely. Yeah. Because you're not stressed. I'm not stressed ever. I'm not like at my office typing away, doing like administrative work or like anything else that requires my specific time to be super focused on the job. Exactly. And especially if you're like, if you're like at the second year of the same place or third year of the same place, mm-hmm. you're reusing a lot of the stuff you've already planned for. Yeah. And so there, like second year, you have even more time than you had the first year. And you had not, a lot of time the first year. You're not making no. anything anymore. Everything that you already prepared, you can just use again. And if like, even if something didn't work, it's just a minor change and you're done. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's like, even then, like it just depends on the class too. Like It does depend yeah. on the class. Yeah. So some classes will work better with certain uh, plans and some classes won't. It's just yeah. Like, yeah, and then you get to know like if you're at the same school, you also start to know your students. Mm-hmm. And you know what works with certain students, and you know what yep. doesn't. So you're just like, okay, well, I will do this with this class, but I'm gonna do this with this class. Yeah, and it works. Yeah. A lot of the way, in a lot of situations, since I teach two grades right now, second and third in middle school, which is eighth and ninth in like American standard education, mm-hmm. um, and I'll like make up a lesson. And the first like day, it'll be like my practice day, mm-hmm. and so those kids get like a, a more like a bad lesson, <laughs> not the most refined <laughs> version of that lesson. Yeah, yeah. Then by the end of the week, since I've done it so many times, I'm just like just going crazy from re- repetition that they get like a half energy me mm-hmm. where I'm just like done with the like done with teaching this. Yeah. And so about like Wednesday, yeah. they get the best version of the yeah. lesson. They the always get class. Yeah. yeah. They get top quality teaching. Yeah. yeah. The other two are just, you know, it's like we're trying. Yeah. It's the same. I walk into like my first class of the week because my mine technically goes from like Thursday to Wednesday because it's just how things go. And I walk in on like Thursday, I'm like, okay, like class eight, guess what? Back for another test guinea pig run. <laughs> And just like, oh, teacher, like, I'm like, wait, you've never done it before? I'm like, nope, we're going to try something new today. And they're like, yay. Mm. <laughs> but I'm like, I, I have no other choice. Like, it's yeah. just, and then like Monday comes around when I have the most second grade classes that day. And I'll be like, oh, it's like, it goes like smoothly, like mm-hmm. perfect, perfect, perfect. So it's the same thing. Oh, yeah. Cause yeah. You're just, yeah. Cause it's just like by that yeah. time, it's just like you perfected it. So, yeah. yeah. So I think it's, it's been pretty chill. I like so far. I've I've been enjoying the the uh, e I guess ease of teaching with Epic so far. Yeah, and yeah. a lot of ways like you have a lot of freedom to mm-hmm. not get bored with what you're doing because mm-hmm. it's not like I'm going to make a bad example. I would say like fast food mm. you get there you're doing something very structured the entire way through there's not mm. a lot of like creative freedom of what your job is mm-hmm. you are making this hamburger or talking to the people at the counter or at the drive-through yeah. and it's the same thing over and over and over and over again oh yeah, whereas yeah. in in many places like i'm going to make a bad example again of something i know very little of is maybe like marketing management or something like that where you have an overall goal and you just somehow have to reach that mm-hmm. with your team and you're just freely creating something to get there and yeah. meet this standard that you have to do six months down the line. Yeah. Here we have like, we have a baseline of what we're supposed to do for yeah. that week or something or that month yeah. and we just can do whatever we want to get there. And it's, 
structured enough that we're not completely just like floundering around yep. as well as free enough where it's not like monotonous and driving us crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what, what then do you guys think are roles or like our job entails then as Epic teachers? Um, I'd say mostly a guide. Um, I think, I think cause we do have different teaching experiences with the children we teach. Mm-hmm. Mine are very cultured and, uh, I'd say about good 60 to 70% can do English pretty well. Um, mm. what do you mean by cultured? Uh, like, they've lived in other countries. They've traveled mm-hmm. to other countries. A lot of them have, uh, they went to international schools before mm-hmm. they decided to come back to a Korean school. Um, just different life experiences probably than your students. Like mm-hmm. my Imshow kids, I had two that did all that, like two total that I, that I visited. One lived in New Zealand, the other lived in Australia. Mm-hmm. That's it. Um, so like teaching them English, especially in middle school, I think as you both can agree, when you get to a certain point and you're, you have to start doing English exams and you just don't have that good of English, you just, you basically give up. Mm-hmm. Like you're not going to try because there's other classes that you want to do more like much better in and i find i've found like over the last couple of years that like the students like they are more interested in getting to know me as like a um as a foreigner i guess and like how my education like compares to theirs and like maybe like what could happen in life they ask me questions about that so like i'll answer them and tell you like what my experiences were and maybe what your experiences will be so i find myself as being a guide mm. as like answering their questions rather than we do that a lot in class as well. It's not like outside of class because in class is just like, because of the lessons and the books like that we teach is just like the phrases are just not the best, but at the same time, like that's what I have to teach and I can't really stray too far from it. Mm -hmm. Um, I'd rather promote free conversation through maybe them, what their dreams are going to be, what their like goals are growing up, maybe what they're, what they're trying to do in middle school kind of thing. And just like, Mm -hmm. I think I found that's the best way to get them to talk to me. Mm -hmm. And so when they'll ask my opinion of stuff, I'll tell them my life experience, what I went through and what I know other people went through just growing up where I was. Mm -hmm. And so like, maybe you'll go through the same things or something like that. Or maybe it's like, Oh, you like want, I told, um, I had, law dreams at one point to a student and she's like well i want to be a lawyer do you have any suggestions and mm. i'm like okay <laughs> that kind of thing mm. i said don't but <laughs> <laughs> um yeah but like just things in general um that's what i found myself as being as like a guide to the students like i'll teach them like s- certain phrases or how to like uh, i had one student just a couple days ago say like i think so instead mm. of i think so mm-hmm. so like I'll tell them like try to help them out with pronunciation or something like that or pronunciation, yeah. something like that. But other than that, I, I'm not really a teacher. Cause like students will come up and like teacher what's blah, 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 blah in English. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's like, because of that, they can't really like get you to teach them like, uh, cause you can't translate it for them. So like right. being a teacher for them is a little bit difficult. And then like, um, my, sometimes my co-teachers aren't in the room to help them either. So mm-hmm. it's like, but I think for that specific example, it's like the difference between teaching styles yeah. or de- teaching, uh, ideologies because mm-hmm. some people like, well, the, the purpose of Epic, they want us to teach only in English yeah, and not have it be like an a English normal English tut- class. Exactly. Yeah. Not, well, not from like a translation class. Yeah. Yeah. They want it to be an English immersion class. Mm-hmm. Right. So. 
not being able to translate doesn't necessarily mean you aren't teaching. Yeah, them. yeah. So, but like my, I guess my teaching style is more like uh, guiding, mm-hmm. kind of. So, like, I guess by the definition of teacher, yeah, mm-hmm. we're all teachers. I'm don't like to consider myself one mm. because I feel like there's a lot of stuff that I'm not qualified for. Mm. And it kind of personally, I feel like it, it um, downplays the actual like experience and the knowledge and the training of actual teachers. Mm. Cause again, all of them Korean or abroad, I guess abroad right. for us. Anywhere right who has they have, they go like yeah. four years of extra schooling mm. and everything. And they're drilled on this stuff. Um, but to be able to teach someone something, yes, I guess I'm teaching, but I like to see myself more as a, a mentor Mm. or a camp counselor, (laughs) 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 maybe, uh, interesting, different, but yes. Well, like a role model kind of, um, because I've always after the first little bit of time teaching, because I started out teaching all three grades yeah. with my main school being a high school. And I realize your role is kind of different between each one. Yeah. Um, using elementary as an example, I there's not really much you can do to leave a lasting impression on them because mm-hmm. their experience of life is so small at that point that they're going to mostly forget like almost everything that you're going to teach them yeah within like six months yeah within a week yeah (laughs) and so there at that time i felt more like being a babysitter yeah and but like like a babysitter in like an education center Mm -hmm. um i don't know if you ever went to like daycare or something they teach you a little bit of math and they just watch your kid for eight hours um but when they get older, which I do enjoy teaching a lot more, um, there's that ability to build rapport with students. And that's when I guess the dynamic or the role changes a little bit where I see myself as especially like viewing how they interact with other adults mm-hmm. and seeing their, I guess, resources in terms of or like social resources. There's not a lot of like counseling available for students. There's not really like people they can go talk to about problems that like you wouldn't necessarily talk to a peer Mm. because you talk to someone your age and it's either maybe you may get made fun of for it or it's just like kind of too personal to talk about can't talk about it with your parents because a lot of not for every family of course in korea but a lot of them are still a lot more traditional in how they view education and stuff like that and they don't really like I guess, relate to or empathize with the experience. And so, especially with, I guess, globalization and how much uh, foreign countries are being uh, influenced by like Western culture now, thanks to the internet and everything, you got a lot of students that are like becoming more aware of the differences aware of the differences and I guess upset with how their system is working Mm -hmm. and like the lack of freedom they have and everything and like the pressure that they feel. Yeah. And so they see me as someone that has that experience and someone that they can talk to about that in a lot of ways. And so I kind of fall into that role, uh, purposefully. Yeah. Um, and then I just decided that, okay, my goal is not to teach them English. My goal is I want, 
to help them build the confidence to be able to speak freely even if they make the mistakes yeah because the only way you're going to get better is if you try and make mistakes and learn from them so i just i don't want them to ever feel like they can't come talk to me or can't go speak to somebody in english just because they aren't perfect at it yeah and over time that also leads into me being the bearer of everyone's secrets at school (laughs) and (laughs) and gossip and People always want to come and like, oh, teacher, oh, I broke up with my boyfriend. He was so mean. He's trash and everything. Or, oh, teacher, he's so cute. But can you tell him? But don't say it was from me and everything. Just say it's this. I'm like, oh, okay, sure. And That's so funny. I just turned into this camp counselor of mm-hmm. uh, people want to talk to me, which is good because that's the way they get experience with foreigners because yeah. they can't do that really with other people in their school. And the time that they get to use their English. Yeah. And they get a place to, I guess, vent their frustrations or get things off their chest or off their mind or get, I guess, advice from a perspective that's different than they normally have. The normal Korean perspective. Yeah. And something that what it seems like they desperately want because they get to see, again, everything from TikTok or the Internet, Instagram and everything. And so, yeah. Hmm. I think I I agree with a lot of like what you guys have been saying because some days I, I don't know maybe nowadays more than so than before you just feel kind of like an over glorified babysitter you know yeah and it's just like <laughs> especially for elementary yeah especially yeah. for elementary. elementary like I so I don't I don't man elementary kids they give me like these after school classes and they don't tell me to even like teach English they're just like okay, you have these kids for three hours after school. And yeah, that's it. And then someone's like <laughs> watching these kids with no co-teacher and they're <laughs> elementary kids. And I get like uh, the first year students too. Oh, yeah. So, I had that in my first my first year teaching. I had yeah. a, we're not supposed to be, teach first and second, but yeah. I got put into a care class. Yeah, yeah. And it was just me wrestling with them exactly. for 45 minutes a I day. I just like, they just run around. They don't listen to anything. You can't no. like, if you're not speaking to them in Korean, they're not going to listen to you. Yeah. Because they, their English is that small. They, yeah. they know like yes and no. Yeah. They barely know it. Korean. How are they going to know yeah, English? Yeah, they know hi. Yeah, they can't, yeah, they're still learning uh, Korean language, too. Yeah. yeah. And so, and there's this like kid who is like, this kid who he is such a brat too he like steals everything and then he's always like teacher teacher he and then just runs away and i was like okay this we are not teaching english right now (laughs) at all this is not gonna happen yeah you know and they just run me like down yeah (laughs) uh and and my like korean teachers know this too like they walked into my class and they see all the kids just running around and they were like they like giggle and then run away. <laughs> they like they know that I've just ba- like babysitting them. <laughs> I was like, okay, well, it is what it is. Just uh, take it. <laughs> but I I do agree too that like, <clears throat> um, it really does depend on the grade mm-hmm. that you're teaching as well. Uh, and it's hard for me to say that with my current experience with high school students, because my high school students were like super low level. Yeah, you had a special case. Yeah, even with my middle school students and even with the high school students who were low level, you can tell that like a lot of these students were seeking some sort of outlet Mm -hmm. through 
me personally as the foreigner from outside of their uh, standard like Korean society. Yeah. And uh, even with the elementary kids now, they're... I can tell that they really, really want to like share their thoughts with me, but their English skills is just so low. So they'll they'll come up to me like, "Oh, teacher, uh, uh, my mom." Back, back, back. And I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, I I don't know. I'm sorry. I, I just, they they want to share yeah. their English with you, and so sometimes it does just feel like you're there to promote. Them to speak English mm-hmm. just by being like your presence, just by being there. Exactly, you know, and then it's like, okay, well, <clears throat> and going back off of like well, how we were, how um, the reality of teaching in Korea versus our expectations, I think that the reality ties in a lot with our role as well, because we, um, we aren't expected to do a lot either. Like, yeah. We aren't expected to be teaching them to the test, and that's unfortunately how Korea society still is. That their education system isn't really based off of like speaking skills, but rather just like writing and reading, right? And that's something like what Gage was saying. His teachers take care of the reading and writing, right? And that's what they're gonna be um, focused on in terms of making sure that the students are excelling at. Whereas they kind of give us the <clears throat> the secondhand thing, right? Like the thing that, oh, we don't really need to worry about this uh, in order for the students to be successful in terms of the school system in Korea. So we're going to give this to the foreigner teacher and they can do whatever they want with it. Yeah, I think the only thing that speaking would ever be applied for is what is like, is it TOEIC? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. but very few actually people ever go through and try to get a high grade on TOEIC. Mm-hmm. TOEIC is a test that you need for like, I guess it's like English fluency level. Yeah, yeah. And some jobs require a high level, but there is a speaking and listening portion to it. So, yeah. yeah. And I just, man, I mean, I'm not trying to demean our job either, but I think I'm just like, I think for those who like want to be teaching here in Korea or with Epic specifically, this is like the reality that we have, to, mm-hmm. you know, like we aren't, we aren't like, we aren't like teachers per se, I guess. We aren't like, um, doing the, like we aren't doing English all the time. It's not always English. You know, sometimes it's just I like, learned so much Korean yeah. in class. Just <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I feel like student half the time. But. Yeah. And sometimes it's just like, it's about culture. It's about, yeah, yeah like the change, just a different structure in society within that small amount of time frame that they are with you. you yeah, know? yeah. It's like, um, yeah, sometimes it just feels like we are here to be the different culture for them. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So they like, so they have a different experience with somebody from a different country for those like who haven't gone to a different place or something like that because this is a homogenous country. And even though like in Seoul, you see a lot of people from like, where you both live, it might be a little bit less common. Mm. So, like, that's their experience and their introduction to a different culture and a different lifestyle. Yeah, so. exactly. So, uh, speaking of grades, what grade do you guys prefer teaching and why? First grade middle school. First grade middle school? <laughs> First grade really? middle yeah. school. Oh, that's a very yeah. targeted it one. It is. Why? The reason why is because they are, my, my third graders stressed. 
with all the homework academies and tests that they have all the time now because they're getting ready for high school. Mm -hmm. And they are visibly more tired in class when they're doing English. Like when it's free time, like break time or like lunchtime or something like that, you see them have lots of energy because like, you know, it's break. Um, but they normally in class, like they're just falling asleep. They're And it's not being disrespectful towards me. They're just tired from the hours of homework and academies that they have to do. Mm-hmm. Second graders, I, my, I love my second graders this year, but every second grade class that has come before them caught the second grade virus. What's that mean? The second grade virus is like, I don't know what happens, but it's a thing. You can you can Google it. It's a thing. It's like, like basically everywhere? in Korea. Oh, yeah, it's in other words, puberty. Yeah. Oh. Um, where they start getting moody, they start getting defiant, they start not showing up on on, on time to class anymore, they they don't want to participate, I'll have lots of students give me the X sign for no, Mm. and last year they didn't do that, Mm. and uh, it's difficult because that's basically what it is, I didn't want to say it, but that's basically what it is. Why not? Um, Um... it's just it becomes so difficult to teach them. This year is surprisingly different. That's why I, I've this is my favorite year teaching so far because my second graders I I went besides one class maybe sometimes the other seven I have are wonderful. Mm. I love going to them and they are the first students I've had where they're not getting that virus or pu- going through drastic puberty changes. Maybe they you know, are, where they're like, just like really good. They're it. good at yeah. controlling it yeah. exactly. So like, but most of the time up until this year, I always prefer first grade middle school. They still have the innocence of mm-hmm. the elementary school kids. They're not stressed out yet because they don't have exams yet. Mm-hmm. And um, because they don't have exams, I don't have to teach that stuff in class. So mm-hmm. I get a little bit more freedom to teach whatever I want to the students. Yeah, They can, like, we play lots of games. We play lots of, like, uh, role-playing conversation stuff um, where it's, like, uh, interacting activities where sometimes in second grade I can't do that because I have yeah. to more straight towards the book because... Like we'll do dictation for them, and like that's actually on the exam at the yeah. end, the end of the semesters, and like the midterms and things like that. So I get a little bit more freedom. The students are just overall a joy. And every like the first like four weeks that you walk into like the new first grade middle schoolers, they clap for you when you walk in, and it's just that like is true actually because I you're new. That. Like they don't know who you are, yeah. and it's just like it's still like awesome to see you come in it's just like and especially if you have a rough or stressful day and you see like a bunch of like students clap for you when you come in they're all like and they're already in their chairs ready for class because they want to participate yeah it's like the greatest feeling ever and like first grade middle school is my like i haven't taught high school but i have taught elementary and middle school and first grade middle school still my favorite yeah yeah um so i've taught in every grade except what would be senior, but I don't, I've senior only met high school. Yeah. I've only okay. met one person that has, I've never met a single person. And it's usually because they are, all seniors are studying pretty much for the sooning at the end of the year. And it's just like almost self-study for the entire year. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say probably second grade high school. Hmm. So junior year, um, third grade middle school is also pretty good as well Hmm. uh mainly i i skipped first grade high school mainly because that's when all the students are kind of transitioning between middle school expectations and high school expectations and so stress seems to hit them a lot harder 
I mean, there's going to be the stress in high school no matter what, but stress hits them a lot harder as they're like in this adjustment phase of what they thought was difficult before, which was middle school and how simple it seemed. And so second year is when they start to like really find the flow of things and they relax a little bit. Mm. But it's primarily just because out of all the school, I feel like that's going to be the point where it's, they understand things the best. Yeah, the best even, possible opportunity, yeah. Even if it's not like they're not good at English, they understand like, I guess, concepts of life and stuff and yeah. just maturity levels are at, it's going to be its highest. Um, so it's easy to build rapport with students. And that's when I think a lot of uh, questions about future and love and everything really come into play. And it's where I feel like I could be the m- most helpful mm. and I can really connect with them because that is the closest to my age too is mm. <laughs> that I'll ever teach. Um, third grade for similar, the same reason is that's when they're three years in middle school at that point. Uh, they're just stuck in the flow. They chill out after second grade middle school because second grade, especially boys, they go through this puberty thing mm-hmm. where their energy levels just spike up and just, it's turbulent. Some days they're just good. Some days they are just horrible off the walls. Yeah. Just crazy. Um, I mean, I, this year and last year, my second graders have been really good, but the energy levels are just absurdly high and mainly because of biology. Mm. Um, but yeah, so in teaching middle school, it's easiest to, again, build rapport by the third year. And I'm not dealing with like the external factors of like transition and whatnot. So, mm-hmm. yeah. But if I had to choose one grade, second grade high school. Second grade high school. Mm-hmm. That's now that you guys make me think about it. I usually just I used to just say elementary. Yeah, you did. Yeah, <clears throat> I gotta think about it. I so mean, we both have specific exact yeah. like what we want. Maybe elementary was just because it felt like babysitting. It which was I babysitting. Don't like. mm. Yeah. But that's kind of like maybe that's why I like it. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah, to each their own. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I don't like babysitting. I just like, I don't. Know, I like not having to mess with annoying puberty high school. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, puberty enraged students. Yeah, I don't know, but I guess it would be like fifth grade elementary. Yeah, fifth grade elementary and third grade elementary are pretty good from my experience so far because sixth grade elementary i don't know what happened my my sixth grade elementary now they used to be so good as fifth graders but then they hit like sixth grade elementary and they're like they're already at senioritis (laughs) and it's only been the first semester they're like senioritis like one month in i'm like guys we gotta be studying and i'm like they like they study and then they'll just like oh teacher i don't want to study anymore (laughs) and they just like put their face down i'm like oh my god and they're kids too so you can't really like do anything so he's like okay well kids they don't want to study they're just not going to study yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah but with fifth grade elementary i don't know what's up with fifth grade elementary maybe it's like the same way you were talking about with like second grade high school where they kind of just like understand the structure of the school mm. but they're not at the finish line quite yet mm. and so they're still like very into the whole thing like whole just education like studying and everything so yeah they're very easy to work with and then uh third grade uh they are that's when they first uh 
are entering English officially in terms of like the education system, public education system in Korea, and so they're just like very eager to learn English, and even like the most simple like phrases will excite them to learn, because all we do like I've. We went through like a whole week of just learning. Hi, my name is blah blah blah, and they did not get bored of that. And I'm like, how are you guys not bored of this? I'm bored of it already. But because their energy was so high, I wasn't bored of like that lesson, right? Yeah. So I think third grade and fifth grade are probably my two favorites. My my least favorite for sure is the sixth graders and third grade high school. I oh, you taught third yeah, grade high school. Taught third grade high school. Yeah. All they did was sleep because they didn't like. Your, your class wasn't important. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, my class was not important. Yours weren't training all. for assuming, were they? They weren't. But yeah. even if they were, they probably would have just slept too. Yeah. Like because yeah. my class, they it would have been like nothing that they would have been learning for the sunan, you know? Yeah. And so they would probably use that time to sleep because if they were students who were like studying They're for the like sunan, so overstudied yeah, at that they point. would yeah, be way overstudied. Yeah. yeah. So they would probably just sleep too. Um so third grade high schoolers are horrible. I hate them. <laughs> I don't hate them. I just don't. I just don't like teaching them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just don't. They don't want to participate. So it makes you feel like you just don't want to do anything. Uh, in terms of middle school, uh, I never really had any problems with middle school, even with the second graders. But that was just from my school. So yeah. I don't really have anything to say about middle school. They're yeah, fun. Cool. Yeah. Middle school boys is a headache. Yeah, they can yeah, middle school be, boys yeah. are a headache for sure. They can be. <laughs> I love the students individually, mm-hmm. but teaching them is, can I want to throw myself out of a window. <laughs> what What is you guys' least favorite in terms of grades? Mine, mine was high school, but I still had really low, low English uh, high school students. And so I don't think I, I think I would have liked high school a lot better if I had like, you know, medium to higher English skilled students and because yeah. I would I would love to like bond with my uh, high school or just students in general like be able to bond with them yeah yeah you know? I, I think it's a, like just a positive of teaching mm-hmm. like you get to do that like ha- do your best ability to try to make bonds with them mm-hmm. yeah but what what is your grade that you least like teaching well up until this year it was second grade middle school but I think overall like in my four years of teaching the one that always stood out to me was fourth grade elementary because uh, how an English center worked is that they would come back like twice a like they come two times a year for like two days, and the third graders when they came they were like oh this is a new place I've never been here before like all oh, new foreign teachers like new lessons new oh we have a book yeah. that kind of thing like they were really intrigued to try to like pay attention because they had never been there before, but fourth graders they've been there before yeah they know how everything works they know how when lunchtime is they know like what kind of lessons they're possibly going to be learned because they're going to be getting a book. And that's when they're like super defiant. They you have to call down teachers to try to get students because they'll just run away. You'll like we we have like uh like practice rooms where you go to and like they would just we I'd lose a couple students because I'm like oh where'd they go and like oh they went upstairs in the third floor to the gym yeah because they wanted to go play basketball. Yep. I'm like all right, and so I have to go like quickly get them and ask my like a co teacher to come down and like watch the students that are there right now and it was just it was annoying because that's the first true experience i felt like a babysitter like i was at a daycare not with the third graders even fifth graders like the next year they would like when fifth graders would come they were here like the last year's fourth graders you could tell there was a little bit of sense of more maturity that they didn't act the same but elementary kids those fourth graders yeah elementary fourth grade i would say that in second grade middle school but not these second grade middle Mm. schoolers that i have i love my second grade middle schoolers right now 
Probably. You don't like elementary kids. Elementary. <laughs> <laughs> sixth grade is yeah. grade's a little bit all right, but most for the most part, just elementary. And it's nothing against the kids. It's more like I just don't enjoy teaching that elementary. Mm-hmm. It's like, again, like I said, I feel like I'm achieving nothing besides teaching them how to say apple. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's hard to build also what you said bonds and that's like one of the most rewarding things from teaching is like kind of building these sort of friendships and seeing them go places and achieve things and feeling proud or like happy for them i really don't see that with any of the elementary school students and again they mostly forget our relationship within six months um and so they'll like remember that you were an english teacher yeah they'll they'll remember i so much like the very, I guess, primitive experience of the class, like if they liked it or didn't like it. And so they'll think back like, oh, teacher Johnny, that was such a fun class, I miss it. They don't know the details. Yeah, They don't know anything of how I was. They remember, oh, that's, yeah, I remember kind of what he looks like and everything, and it was fun. But they don't really care about you. Yeah, and maybe at the time they do, but they're so young that it's, again, like you forget that stuff just naturally as you double your life from one year to the next Mm -hmm. because they're so young so yeah um and yeah that's about it it just it feels uh, it feels like i'm doing nothing that i like to do Mm. (laughs) yeah i get that because i mean i now that we i've taught here for four years i kind of do feel like i want to teach high school again yeah because just um, a different um, you need a different experience high school you had such a specific situation yeah yeah because it was exactly. a trade school, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. even some of the high school students that, that I con- was able to connect with, they I'm still in touch with them now as they are entering their university days, mm-hmm. and it's like really cool to just see where they are now in their lives, and like they're always reaching back out to me and be like, yeah, yeah, teacher, thank you all the for time. like being there for me when I needed like uh, someone to talk to. And I was like, oh man. I have not done any of this with my past elementary kids, yeah, you know? Yeah. So it's really cool. And like, I have know, no idea where the elementary kids go yeah, after I'm real. done teaching them. Exactly. They just fall off the face of the planet. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I have I have to ask them like, so where are you going from middle school? And they, it's like, oh, I'm going to blah, blah. I'm like, okay, well, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. You know? But then, I, I hope I get that like in the future, like my middle schoolers when they're in high school do the same thing that they did yeah. to you. Like, hey, teacher, like, thank you for teaching me, yeah. you know, like, because that'll make it all worth it. I think with middle school, you might not get it until like they're done with high school, you know, like. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, middle they'll, they'll yeah. probably say like, oh, teacher, I miss you. Yeah, and that's yeah, about yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> or, I mean, if they don't like their English teacher in high school, they might. That's <laughs> true. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I didn't know how good I had yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they. I've gotten messages yeah. of them talking a little gossip. Oh, yeah, <laughs> about the other English teachers. Yeah, that's yeah. funny. Yeah. yeah. So I I maybe I want to teach high school again. Or maybe, I don't know. But with elementary kids, I just, um, they are very they are very just like in that moment. You know, everything in life is just in right now for them. Yeah. yeah. Which is uh, very fun, too, sometimes. Because I think for me, elementary kids, I think one of the reasons I really like elementary kids is it keeps, it reminds me of how like you can just live in the moment. Like everything just doesn't have to be always so serious. Yeah. You know, and they just like, something that makes them happy is like so simple and something that makes them sad is like so simple. It's just like, yeah, maybe I need to get back on that level because Mm -hmm. 
sometimes life just gets so complicated sometimes yeah. <laughs> you know that's probably why I like elementary kids too yeah. but um what then do you say uh do you have you enjoyed your teaching experience so far in Korea like do you say it's worth teaching here as an English teacher in terms of like economical and um what is it like feeling as if you're rewarded yeah feeling mm -hmm. like like it's worth it yeah, yeah like it's worth it in terms of your life you want to go first uh yeah sure um yeah uh you got to come in with the right expectations mm -hmm. like i mean i've saved a lot of money uh we'll talk to the financial part of it first i've saved a lot of money just because at like the beginning maybe i was spending a lot to catch up to things but mm -hmm. like once you like once i kind of found my place um like i spend on a bunch of extraneous stuff but i still save money because there's nothing really else where my money's going towards anyways um but it's not a lot mm -hmm. like i definitely take a pay cut going here um but it's i never feel i guess pressured like i'm like having to keep up with money or anything or i'm like oh no do it, will i have enough money for this yeah um because everything's sort of like just th they provide enough for you to live comfortably here and i guess comfortable is like the thing that i just really want like i don't need to be rich or anything mm -hmm. i get enough money to travel if i wanted to which i haven't been able to because of covid the covid yeah the COVID. um in terms of like happiness and, and stuff like that teaching has been really so easy like again what you said earlier on in this is just like the amount of freedom we have i never feel like gosh i remember at some old jobs i'm like man it's a whole week until the weekend and yeah. where i get to do that and now it's just like oh it's just next week all right oh, that's coming up really quick that's gonna be good and as the week flies by even on i will say my worst days as a teacher have been i wouldn't want to say the best days of other jobs and everything like that yeah but the worst days of a teacher have been the best days of my least favorite job that I've ever had. <laughs> like in terms that's of still pretty good. That's, that's really that's good. good. Like, yeah, like it's really good. I, I might have like, Oh man, that was a bad class, but yeah. I just, I forget about it right afterward. Mm -hmm. And it's just, it's easy afterward. Um, and days can go by really fast, especially with like classes that you really like and everything. And you're interacting with like, again, a lot of times it's, it's like, camp counseling and just talking to like kids you like for a while and then the day is done yeah and so i mean getting paid to do that yeah like not bad for me i, I didn't want to like i didn't think about that until you said that like even if it's a bad class like a horrible class i like a good class I mean, can wipe that out for me yeah <laughs> yeah i don't feel I feel bad, but I don't ever feel so bad about myself the way I did like working as a server and I made a horrible mistake as a server mm. where someone like just trashed on you, you yeah, know? And especially because yeah. that affects your tip too. Yeah. Or like if you're working at some corporate job and like you did a bad job at whatever your project was and then your boss just like hounds down on yeah. you. And here, if I made a horrible mistake as an as a Epic teacher, It'd be like, okay, the kids will forgive you and then you give them a good class the next time and then it's like, it's all good. Yeah. And yeah. you don't have any bosses like Kore like what would be your Korean maybe co-teacher or something like that, like hounding you for doing a bad job mm -hmm. because it's just like, 
okay, just do better. Like, well, I mean, teachers make mistakes time. too. Yeah, exactly. They they make mistakes too, and they're exactly. like very forgiving of you. you exactly. Know? Yeah. I've, I've only heard like one person ever had like an like a dispute with their teacher. Hmm co-teacher and that was the one that taught before me and it's because my co-teacher told me about it that he would always get into arguments with like all the teachers oh not her because yeah. she wasn't his co-teacher but she would like watch it yeah and i'm like well that wasn't me so yeah <laughs> but yeah so i just wanted to mention that yeah, yeah yeah how about you um monetary wise like i think like because i like i'm in my mid-20s so like i'm not trying to make like a huge chunk of money yet i don't have any family or no like, side hustles no side selling hustles. Feet <laughs> so i think because i think because of that like the the financial part of it like how you started off with i think it's good um since they pay for your rent they uh you get a decent amount of wage for what you do anyway I f- and yeah, i feel like it's the starting is like two thousand your money goes a long way yeah. here yeah which like if i made this in america obviously like i'd be hurting but yeah. i'm making it in korea which is like pretty like pretty middle of the road for like everyone in korea yeah. which is nice so. yeah so i don't feel like i'm being underpaid yeah. at all like for what i do i feel mm-hmm. like I'm, it's fine um if if i was at a different stage in my life where i had maybe a fan like kids or a wife or something like that um i might be like i have <laughs> i feel like i should be maybe making more money to be able to support them that kind of thing yeah um but for right now like where i am at like it's perfect for what it is like i can maybe in the next couple of years maybe try to look for a, like another english teaching job maybe it just pays a little bit more yeah um maybe like an international school or something like that um but i think you do get paid for what pretty well um you, i think you get paid really well for what you are doing yeah exactly oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah absolutely yeah um like is it babysitting sometimes? Yeah. yeah. Is it rewarding? Absolutely. Sometimes, especially if you make connections with students. Do I feel appreciated? I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> I hope they appreciate me. If mm-hmm. not, then it's just like, I, I don't want them to tell me. <laughs> the best time, some of the most times I've ever felt appreciated, um, n- besides like students coming back to me and like saying stuff is when co-teachers I used to work with like message me asking like, Oh, we should meet up for like lunch and everything. Oh. Or like telling me like, Oh, can you help me with this and stuff like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. Cause that means they see me as superior Useful. to their current, yeah. <laughs> their current co-teacher <laughs> <laughs> that I was the better option. Yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. You should message the, your, the new foreign t- teacher there. Yeah. I've only had one bad relationship with a co-teacher mm. and she was like a temporary teacher mm. her first year out of uh university um and she was super stressed and everything so i just attribute that to her stress learning mm. and being new to working outside because she went from high school to university to teaching oh, and she was just she was not prepared yeah. for anything being flexible and off the book <laughs> yeah. um but like my all the co-teachers i've had besides that like great relationship with i got lucky because i've always hear horror stories not always but i hear horror stories with some people about some co-teachers but mine have never been bad my sister was one of them she like the dude pressured her so much to be perfect and like with all of her lessons like he would be one of those people that would change hers all the time because and like when she would basically like grade students like uh writing tests or speaking tests or something like that he'll basically overrule her saying like it doesn't matter that you're the english teacher i i i'm the english teacher as well so therefore i know more than you do what? yeah okay. he would do that all the time and like she would go home and like she would tear up a little bit because it's just like the pressure that he would put on her oh so like God. definitely i've heard some horror stories as well but like 
I don't think any of us have gone something through like that before. Yeah, <laughs> that's fortunate for us. Dang, yeah. I feel so bad for your sister. I think that's part of the reason why she decided to leave after one year. Yeah. But if I had that experience first year too, probably leave too. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah, maybe. So yeah, maybe. Or just switch goals. Yeah, I would just switch. Yeah. <laughs> but still, that's yeah, it sucks. Uh, but yeah, like you're just saying, <clears throat> I think a lot of people who are teaching here right now forget just how much the money in like even if it's only like two thousand u.s dollars it goes a long way here in korea yeah, it does. it's it like double the worth yeah it really feel it does feel like double the worth here because there's a lot of things that you just don't worry about like bills like well like utility bills it's just so cheap here food is cheap here uh it's just a lot of things that we don't worry about back home you know and the money goes a long way and so i always feel like like you said i'm comfortable like Mm-hmm. I don't. I'm never stressed about money here. Mm. Um, and if it's if I'm stressed about money here, it's kind of due to my own fault, you yeah. know. Um, but yeah, and along with that, I'm not. I don't think I've ever felt as. I don't know about teaching. I don't really. Sometimes it doesn't feel rewarding, and sometimes it does feel rewarding. But I think that can be true for any job too, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously. So, um i don't think i can i don't think i will ever like be i want to switch jobs i don't want to teach here because it's not rewarding enough i think i need a better reason than that to like not yeah, be teaching yeah. here no i agree you know? yeah so if someone's like looking to teach in korea and wondering if it's rewarding enough for me i need more reason than that to not teach here yeah you know? and if teaching is like your passion mm-hmm. i have two friends that uh grew up near with um in back in washington uh both teachers one became a teacher in west virginia i think Mm -hmm. and then taught here no no no. she went taught here first for a little bit then went to teach in west virginia i think hated teaching in the u.s Mm. and now lives back here and everything because she loved teaching here Mm. and teaching is like her career like what she wants to end up and she's like loving her life here and everything same with the other one Mm -hmm. where she, she hated teaching in America, but wants to be a teacher and loves teaching here. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that's actually that's pretty cool. Like, yeah, yeah, that's, I, I kind of wonder what it's like to be teaching in America, though. I have no interest to find out. <laughs> I feel like it would <laughs> like, be horrible. Me Un- being a teacher was by accident. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. it's not my career path. Un- underappreciated, underpaid. Yeah, whole nine yards. Yeah. 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 But I think just in terms of being like having this job and the opportunity that it's given me and the freedom that's given me has been extremely rewarding for me. Like it, it feels very like I think that's one of the reasons why I continue to stay in Korea, because I'm able to have these opportunities and freedom that I know for a fact that I wouldn't if I was to be working at some other job back in the States. Yeah. And yeah. so that's that's why I think it's a really for me, it's a really re- rewarding job. Yeah. The students know? that you meet can be, they can be funny. They can be ridiculous. They can be some, they can ha- do something small to make your entire day. That just like reminds you why you're doing what you're doing. And it's just that like the students themselves make the job super rewarding for me as well. So, yeah. All right. So do you guys, would you recommend teaching in Epic or teaching in Korea? Epic. Yeah yeah like <laughs> epic yeah yeah epic yeah um but Hagwon, you've never taught Hagwon, i have not so you don't know but for sure i know somebody 
really well who does. <laughs> so, oh. um, it that one you just got to be a little bit more careful with. But Epic, yeah, I think I hear a lot of positive stories about Epic. So, absolutely, yeah. Like any teaching abroad job, I'd probably recommend just for the sake of, like, I guess broadening broadening your horizons <laughs> oh, no, for sure. just, just cultural experience yeah, and everything because yeah. it helps put your thoughts into a lot of perspective mm-hmm. and your opinions and what you thought you knew beforehand there's a lot of people that will like talk an opinion about how life is a certain way and everything and i'm not saying they're wrong that they should have that opinion but i do think that you should like experience other cultures and everything to mm-hmm. really like understand your own opinion more yeah and then like again if you love teaching absolutely if you want to just out of university you want to like really explore something and not worry about stress too much absolutely mm-hmm. if you want to travel absolutely the only time I would say I would not recommend this is if you hate kids, <laughs> do, uh, not, do, yeah. do not become no. a teacher. It's not worth it. Yeah. <laughs> or if like, I don't know, like Korean I, food. Do not come to Korea. Yeah. <laughs> and I know that we kind of like downplayed our job, but this also, if you're just coming here to mess around in Korea. I don't oh know, yeah. Like, no, no, yeah. definitely not. You know? No. Yeah. I mean, come here for the job as well. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. Or the education if you're a student or something like that. Right. Like, right. Or like, because you like the country, if you're a tourist, something yeah. like that, you just don't come here just to come here. I mean, we definitely put effort into our job as well. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. It's like, put the effort into your job as well, but you, you will have fun here regardless. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as, yeah. As long as you don't get what Gage's sister got. Yeah. Like yeah. Was, yeah. 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 Um, or there's some hog ones, but like I said, hog ones rolling the dice. Mm-hmm. I know people that have amazing setups that I am so envious of them, and I know some people that I am glad that I didn't roll the dice. Mm. That I'm glad I just went yeah, like, the straight and narrow yeah, epic. Yeah. epic yeah. <laughs> yeah, plus you get so many days off, regardless. That's of like, that's it. Yeah. yeah. Though I hear epics clamping down on that, they but are. we're a bit, but yeah. we're grandfathered in. Yeah, if we, we, have yeah. The, we have the old stat like statutes. Yeah. yeah. So. That makes me not want to leave Epic. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, if you were planning to go Hogwan, it wouldn't matter anyway. Yeah. Like, you'd be stuck at your school, or I guess in your province specifically because of the 26 days. Yeah. Well, if you, again, I can't move provinces. If I yeah, you can move, move within the province, yeah, yeah, but that's yeah. it. Yeah. Like, oh otherwise, God. anything you do is you're out of your to that 10 days yeah. or whatever. Yeah, you never know. You could always move from, like, Hwasan to Suwon or something like that because that's the same province. So. That's such a weird thing. Like, so you have to basically contract yourself for two years to get 26 days yeah right off. oh is that what it is i think yeah, so. I, I don't even well I, I think they worded it really weird but i think that's the simplified version oh. i'm not, not sure if that's 26 total between two years or 26 no, no, no. Oh. 26 for each some uh year but you're only guaranteed 26 if you contract the second year oh does that make sense yeah so like oh. since i'm on my third year for the same school right now like i have that yeah <laughs> yeah oh wait 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 so like I, th- I thought you meant like you had to do a two year contract at the beginning. No no no, 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 no. Oh no, you build up to the twenty six. Yeah, something like that. I'm not too. I'm not. I think that's not right. as no, terrible right. as yeah, I yeah. thought. But yeah. I mean, we still got it good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, I know people that have three days in summer and three days in winter, and like because they work for the Hagwon, that's all they get. Yeah. While like uh, other like us, we can get twenty six, maybe twenty eight. Some people. 
Yeah. We get university jobs. We get like half the year off. Yeah, yeah, for real. University yeah. jobs get four to six months off. Uh, I'm really thinking about getting my master's degree just so I can get a uni job. I don't even term. think you need a master's degree. No, it's just most it, of the times you do. No, uh, it's like teaching co- experience. Yeah, a couple of my really? soccer mates have yeah. been here for a, just a long time, and they just like they found the right opportunity online, and they just applied for it even without a master's, and they got oh. it. And now they're they're getting their master's now since they already have the job to be able to get more money. Mm. So they can get like a raise. Well, then maybe I should get my master's regardless, just to get the. Extra I mean, it's raise. just cheaper. Yeah, yeah, if you want. Yeah, yeah. I don't know where. Maybe I should go. I kind of do want to become a uni student here, <laughs> as well. Like just because go back to uni. Yeah, <laughs> but in Korea. Yeah, yeah. Be a uni student here because all they do is party. <laughs> I mean, that's all. This, that's every time I've met a uni Korean student here, all they do is party. Can you tell Brian that? Brian Shin. No, Nguyen. Oh yeah. I haven't told him that. I should. Yeah, you should. He'd become a uni student real fast. Yeah, yeah. he would. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he'd be. Uh, he quit this job right now and yeah. go become a uni student. For real, get that master's. <laughs> <laughs> you know, for double doctorates. Yeah. <laughs> so I think that to, let's to finish this off. I think that if you are, I don't know, if you're looking for a change of pace, and you are ready to i don't know explore and uh this is kind of weird maybe it's like really cringy but like learn more about yourself as a person no absolutely yeah like uh it sounds cringy but that is exactly what happens you you grow you grow as a person i think you should take the opportunity to in general just teach abroad or go abroad yeah for a, a a a certain amount of time yeah because yeah. the, the scariest step is literally that first step and mm-hmm. that like maybe that first week after that once you like kind of understand the situation you really fall into place and like yeah. begin to really experience yeah. things and you get and to see how people yourself. live differently than you as well and just like how normal things can be of here and compared to where you live yeah so. and then like really just for me it like burst my a lot of my stereotypical bubbles mm-hmm. you know of like even I, though i thought i was cultured back in the states yeah. i was like you come here and they're like oh wow i'm like still learning so much yeah you know yeah um but yeah i'm i'm kind of glad that our experiences have been pretty similar yeah, yeah. you know <laughs> and that <laughs> none of us have experienced like horrible co-teachers or anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it makes it, it would make it difficult finding a one reel to put for this video because it's like do i put the very good experience or the very bad experience on yeah. instagram just put both how do you draw in <laughs> <Yeah>. the people <laughs> now i kind of wish that one of you guys had like horrible experience to share and it's like i can't say i have yeah. no yeah what omar <laughs> what has what has been your like worst experience then just it's um none that you can think of i guess forcing myself to do summer camp with four students signed up and like Uh, two of them would show up and yet i still have to do like all 14 days yeah i'd say it's my worst experience just because like there's nothing my co-teacher to do about it it's just like the vice principal is adamant that we had to have it and i'm just like there's no point yeah and it really felt like babysitting like there's two kids like two or maybe four kids that like their parents aren't home so like they force them to go to the school and they just they they don't want to be there Yeah. yeah it's just like and that's when i felt like for middle school, I felt like baby babysitting, but I'd say that was my worst experience because like there's just no point to have it. Mm. Worst experience that co-teacher that I said mentioned earlier that just graduated, mm. dealing with her because she would just flip and flop on everything she said every single time. One day she'd be great, the other time she'd be like trying to argue with me, like getting, like almost yelling at me. Yeah. Um, but 
I just had a very good way of deflecting. Yeah. And that like she would try to say something and I, I don't know. She was just, I just blame it on her being new to working. Yeah. Yeah. And not really understanding. She was only a, a contract teacher. Uh, she wasn't planning to teach longer than that at the school. And she, I don't know. Is for those, because pre- towards the end of the year, like all the way up until the end, no, I would say the middle of the year. Yeah. She was just a headache to work with. Towards the end of the year, when we were just doing games and everything, she was like what? And I imagined that she was like had a lot less on her plate. Her plate. She was just pleasant to be around, mm. and she started pleasant to be around until the work started, mm-hmm. and then she just became a nightmare to be yeah. around. Yeah, it's just, people are just in those situations, and sometimes you just gotta give them that like leeway, and yeah. you gotta work around it, and just kind of you know pull yeah. yourself back. But, but yeah. other than that, like. Again, like I said, my worst day has been better than, or has been the same as my best day at a job I hated. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. I think so. If this is your sign to come teach abroad, if you're looking for one, peeps out there listening to this. Yeah. <laughs> sign. <laughs> but I think that's good. I'm yeah. talking that's to you. That's a good time to. You specifically. You're I thinking, w- do I need a sign? This is your sign. Yeah. I want you to come to South Korea. <laughs> Ashley, if you're watching this, Brandon, I, I see you. Oh there. my God! Okay, and with this, let's end the podcast here. Thank you so much for watching. Like, I subscribe, share. All right, hit that button. Goodbye, everyone. <laughs>